While we were marching through Georgia, everybody swing your honey, swing your high and low. The Alaman left for the old left hand, around the ring you go. A grand old right to left walk on your heel and toe. Promenade that pretty gal to Georgia. This is a Moving Through Georgia Extra. Uh, last episode, we talked about the Confederate gold and how it traveled from Richmond to Washington, Georgia. Now, you'll remember there were two actual trains that had gold. Uh, one had Jefferson Davis and the government in exile, and they had what was basically left in the Confederate treasury, which wasn't an awful lot. When they made it to Washington, Georgia, there was very little money left. They had paid a lot of soldiers on the way. They had expenses. There just wasn't a lot of funds. When Davis was captured, there wasn't enough money on hand in their baggage train to pay his reward. The other train left Richmond shortly after Jefferson Davis, and that had $300,000 that had been borrowed from Richmond banks. Both groups met in Washington, Georgia, where they sat down in a meeting and officially dissolved the government of the Confederacy. One of the things they planned to do was return that $300,000 back to the bankers in Richmond. I mean, the government was falling, soldiers were trying to find their way home, there were people going hungry, but heaven forbid those bankers don't get their money back. Well, as we said, they tried to bring it back, but they were robbed, some of the money was stolen, some of the stolen money was recovered, but a lot of it made it back to Washington, D.C. and did not make it to Richmond. But people have been asking questions ever since. Did Jefferson Davis have more money that he secreted away in case the Confederacy bounced back? Was the stolen money that wasn't recovered ever hidden? Could somebody find that money today? Well, if you happen to have the History Channel, then you know the answer is yes. The Confederate gold is a popular subject, along with the money on Oak Island, Bigfoot, UFOs, you know, history. So today on this extra, we're going to talk about two or three things that could have happened to the money. The first and most obvious solution is that it was hidden near Washington or Irwinville, Georgia. We talked about Abraham Chenault and a rumor that his family had suddenly acquired some wealth when everybody else was suffering economically. Apparently, the Chenault family cemetery has been gone over very thoroughly with metal detectors. The stones have been broken, and they say it's actually dangerous to walk through for all the holes in the ground. Another theory takes us all the way to Lake Michigan. Now, Jefferson Davis was captured by members of the 4th Michigan Cavalry near Irwinville. Now, there's a story that those Union soldiers took the money and buried it. Ten years later, a colonel with the 4th Michigan, whose name was Robert Minty, returned to Georgia and dug up the gold. Minty was employed as a railroad superintendent, so he got the treasure onto a boxcar that was headed north to Michigan. He wanted to bring it to the Upper Peninsula, where gold had been found. That way he could just claim that it came out of the ground. To get to the Upper Peninsula, the train needed to cross Lake Michigan. The rail car was loaded onto a lake ferry, and it set off for the UP. But apparently there was a storm, and to lighten the load and to, you know, basically change the center of gravity, the rail cars were pushed off. Divers occasionally search the bottom of Lake Michigan and occasionally find them. There was more than one incident where rough weather caused them to shove a car overboard. 
and maybe it didn't go overboard. There was a rumor that Minty's wife had been seen wearing a necklace with a Confederate gold coin hanging from it. But he could have done that with anything. I mean, he was also in possession of Davis's revolver and holsters. If you Google it, you will see that the search continues across the floor of Lake Michigan. Now, there's another story that doesn't have to do with the end of the Confederacy, but it's actually pretty cool. In 1863, a wagon train left West Virginia headed for a mint in Pennsylvania. They had 50 bars of gold, each bar weighing 50 pounds. The wagon train never made it. Through the study of some careless words said in a bar or possibly the intervention of a psychic, it was thought that the gold was lost someplace in Pennsylvania near a location called Dent's Run. Near the location lived a father and son named Dennis and Kem Parada, and they would spend their spare time searching the area with metal detectors and shovels looking for the treasure. Around 2018, they felt they had found the hiding place, so they actually contacted the FBI, this being stolen money and all, and brought them into the woods to where they thought the money was hidden. The FBI did some digging and eventually showed the treasure hunters an empty hole. They said that they had not found anything. But the Paradas didn't buy it, and neither did a lot of the locals. They claim that they had detected metal using their, you know, metal detectors, and that something was absolutely buried in that location. The Paradas demonstrated with their metal detector, and the FBI actually had hired an outside firm to scan the ground with a device called a gravimeter, and that device identified a large metallic mass with the density of gold underground. Now, the Paradas were supposed to be there when the hole was dug, but the FBI kept them in their car, out of sight of what they were doing, for six hours. They only brought them up to see the hole when the FBI declared that they were finished and were leaving. But a neighbor who lives nearby claims she heard digging until 2 o'clock in the morning. It actually kept her up at night. Another neighbor claims she saw a convoy of FBI vehicles, including an armored truck. As of October 2023, the FBI still claims that nothing was found in Dent's Run. They're also being very tight-lipped about it. Internal FBI documents that have been received through a Freedom of Information Act request come back very heavily redacted. And the FBI won't talk about it because they say it would interfere with an ongoing investigation of some gold that disappeared 160 years ago. And the idea of the lost gold did definitely become part of pop culture. In Gone with the Wind, we know where the Confederate gold went. Rhett Butler had it, and the Union even threatened to hang him over it. In The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, which is really such a good movie, the uh, protagonists are trying to dig up lost Confederate gold hidden in a grave in a cemetery. There's even a Hardy Boys book called The Secret of the Lost Tunnel, in which the boys find uh, cannonballs that are actually balls of gold with just a little bit of lead to disguise them. So, what are you waiting for? There are obviously many ways here to get rich. Go to one of those locations where real die-hard history fans are searching for lost gold and sell metal detectors. 
or shovels. At least you'll be the one sure to get some money. That's all.